Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Well, gang, there's probably a lot of you out there who have had some experience with doctors and hospitals. Some of us may even remember those days from long ago when family doctors still made house calls. (laughs) That now seems like almost a century ago. Like, for example, good old Dr. Pillman pulling up to the house in his little Volkswagen, carrying in that famous black bag and doing a complete checkup right there in the comfort of our own bedroom. Whether it was an ordinary cold or something more serious like chicken pox or mumps. And then there were the occasional times when we had to make a trip to the hospital for something more serious like getting your tonsils out. Boy, do I remember that experience. The hospital was this spooky old Victorian house somewhere in North Elizabeth, New Jersey. And the children's ward was chock full of hospital beds crammed with kids crying and moaning and screaming. Not a fun time, I can assure you. In fact, I can even remember jotting down in my journal. Yeah, at the tender age of seven, although I was just beginning to learn how to write, my parents gave me a tiny little journal to keep me occupied. So I was jotting down in this journal my very crude, primitive, childlike thoughts while in the hospital. And some of those included very heart-tugging lines like, I can't take all the kids crying and screaming. I miss my mother and father and my little brother. I hate this place. Please, please, please get me out of here. (laughs) Well, folks, let's fast forward to our adult years when going to the hospital was a slightly different experience. Nowadays, they have all this advanced technology, and the doctors and nurses carry around laptop computers instead of little black bags. It's a whole different world, I tell you. And thank goodness for that. I'm so glad that we've progressed far beyond the days of poking and prodding and hospital staff taking wild-ass guesses at what's wrong with you. Uh, I don't know. Way back then, even taking a CAT scan was unheard of. No, they brought in real-life house cats who'd paw at you and stare at you with their mysterious droopy-lidded eyes and then deliver their professional diagnosis with a soft, enigmatic meow, which could have meant anything from Oh, just give him an aspirin to, well, he's got real problems. Let's take out his liver, which would be great for my dinner tonight. Meow. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, folks. They hadn't even invented CAT scans yet. But seriously, I once had the rare privilege of going into an emergency room and staying at the hospital for a few days. It was New Year's Day, and we were on our way to a vacation in Hilton Head, South Carolina, but didn't get much further than the middle of New Jersey when I suddenly began experiencing a very disturbing case of intense bloating, chills, and belly aches. It got so serious that we decided to make a detour and head right to the Robert Wood Johnson Hospital in Rawway, New Jersey. I was afraid that it might be something really serious like appendicitis, which my old man had gone through many, many years ago. Well, after several hours in the emergency room, they ruled out the appendix and figured out that the real problem was gallstones. Oh, my. So they made arrangements for me to be admitted as a full-time patient and transferred me to a semi-private room. Now, as I mentioned, this being New Jersey, there was a real tough crowd that I was dealing with. Real tough, you know? 
New Jersey. In fact, I later learned that the infamous Rawway Prison was only a short drive away. So as a regular practice, this hospital often took in inmates from the prison for emergency surgeries and such. Wow. My roommate was a guy I'll just call Eddie the Jolt. We never figured out whether he was an inmate or not. You see, some of the real hardcore cases often had prison guards keeping watch over them in their rooms, which Eddie did not. He just had a companion that sounded a lot like Fran Drescher keeping him company. Well, I heard moaning and screaming coming from your room and I figured I should be a part of it. But one time, when a nurse came by to get his medical history, I overheard some of the gory details. Some of his priors included stab wounds and a shattered kneecap. Now that sure sounded like the doings of some New Jersey underworld crime figures, I tell ya. Well, anyway, I'm not sure why Eddie was in the hospital, but one of his problems was constant gagging and retching, and he was rather loud and vocal about it. So loud, in fact, that I couldn't get any sleep at all, since he was making these awful sounds all night long. I finally said something to my nurse, and so thankfully I was then transferred to another room where it was much quieter, and I didn't have to contend with a potential felon in the bed right next to me. Hey! As a side note, folks, I happen to have an old friend from college who spent his entire career as an emergency room doc, starting with a residency in one of those rough-and-tumble neighborhoods in New York City, where every weekend it was shoot-'em-up time. He literally had to work with bullet wounds and stabbings on a daily basis. But he used to shrug it off and compare it to the meatball surgery that Alan Alda used to perform on the TV show MASH. Sorry to hear that. I thank my lucky stars that I didn't wind up in a hospital like that one. I'll take Rawway Hospital any day. So anyway, to make a long story short, they eventually decided that my gallstone problem was more critical than just removing one stone that was causing the blockage. There are still numerous other gallstones that were just waiting in reserve, lurking there in my body, ready to make life miserable at some future date. So in the interest of preventing any more gallstone attacks, they proposed removing the entire gallbladder and just be done with it. I immediately agreed. I didn't want any more gut-wrenching belly aches. No, sir. I was done with that chapter of my life. And so they scheduled the surgery and pumped me full of fluids and medication in preparation for the big day. The rest of my time in the hospital was just one big blur, especially when the anesthesia guy came by and put me under. He did such a good job that when it was all over and I woke up, I was still so groggy that I began getting silly. With my eyes half closed and feeling a little goofy, I just kept annoying the nurses who were trying to get me back into bed. Until finally one of them just lost her patience and told me point blank, This is serious. Open your eyes. Snap out of it. Now, with her gruff tone of voice, combined with the traditional New Jersey toughness, I instantly realized I'd better stop the foolishness and follow orders. Otherwise, they might just crack down and ship me off to another facility. <laughs> the nearby, infamous, much maligned, Rawway Prison! Oh no! Oh, no, no. So, it was time to be on my best behavior. Uh-huh. And very soon, after a day of recovery, they sent me home. So much for that vacation in Hilton Head. Instead, 
I felt like one of those contestants on a game show when the announcer says, Congratulations! You've won four fabulous nights and three exciting days in the magnificent Rawway Hospital! Uh, yep. That about sums it up for me. I left my goal in Rawway, New Jersey. <laughs> You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.